Hey guys, it's Derek again from Derek Chai Photography. It's been a little bit of time since we last spoke, but welcome to episode number 18 of my podcast series. And today I'm going to cover the ongoing topic of photography in theme park, and especially my favorite, which is Disneyland in California. And my thoughts are that we're up to the the actual photography inside the theme park. We've worked out what we're going to pack, we worked out what we're going to take, we worked out how we're going to get it there. And when you wake up in the morning and you're chomping at the bit to go into the park and you've got your family who are eager to go as well, you want to question whether you want to lug around every single piece of gear that you brought on your vacation. And my answer is usually no. So especially if you're living in one of the Disney hotels or one of the good neighbor hotels where you're close, you're certainly going to be in a position where you can go back to the hotel and get extra gear if you need to, but just have enough gear to satisfy your needs for the particular session that you're going on. So most families will obviously get up reasonably early and go out into the parks. And one of the things that we've said already is that when you're on a family vacation, photography is not necessarily your first priority. So you may not get that glowing sunrise, you may not get that park with no people in it because you first one there but that's okay because they're family photos it's not like you're doing a wedding inside there um, but you want to make sure that you get good coverage you want to make sure that you've got enough equipment to get all the pictures you want to get without having the burden of lugging it around number one and number two is a lot of the thrill rides roller coaster and some of the water rides too can be quite damaging to your equipment so if you're going to carry around a $3,000 lens and a big DSLR, what are you going to do with it when you go on screaming or when you, well, it's no longer called screaming, it's called the gadgets in Credit Coaster or something. But what are you going to do with your camera then? And what are you going to do when you go on like the rapids or anything that involves water? Because obviously camera gear in general is not waterproof and you want to be able to put it somewhere safe and not get it damaged and also not get it stolen so whether you use a locker or whether you give it to a friend or a family member who's not going to be on the ride that's up to you but you've got to look after that my policy is when I go into the parks with family is to only bring one lens so I've got a lens on my camera and I put the one on that I think I'm going to use and if you've got a two or three lenses with you on vacation it's perfectly okay if you're going to go spend more than one day in Disney that you you alternate lenses so the best and most versatile lens in my opinion for general daylight shooting at Disneyland is something like the 16 to 35 2.8 on a full frame Disneyland is pretty crowded so you need to be able to get a bit wide because you may not necessarily be able to pull back far enough so if you're walking around purely with you know an 85 or something you may not be able to get in the whole surrounding scenery so 1635 is great 2.8 is pretty fast you can pretty much get some nice portraits of your family as long as you know what you're doing you don't go to the wide end at 16 you stay around 28 to 35 and you just don't put people at the edge of the frame so they get distorted but otherwise you can get away with using your 16 to 35 for great family photos you can certainly get nice Vistas, you can get pictures of Radiator Springs, Pixar Pier, um, and of course the 
the iconic castle and you can certainly do all those things with the 16 to 35. If you're taking pictures of characters, princesses and things like that, a 16 to 35 is perfectly fine as well. And one of the things you want to think about is whether you're prepared to hand off your gear to one of the cast members to take photos. I tend to be okay with that even though it's expensive gear that I've got but I'm also insured. Um, it can be a little bit daunting for them because I've got my camera set on back button focus and they may not know how to deal with that so you kind of got to explain it to them um, or you can get it off back button focus and just use normal focus and that negates that issue of having to explain stuff to strangers who don't necessarily know how to shoot um, DSLRs or mirrorless. The next time I go into the parts I like to change perspective a little bit so I will use something like maybe a 50 or an 85 and usually like a 1.8 or a 1.4. They're much better portrait lenses and much faster but as I mentioned earlier one of the potential issues with them is because they're relatively longer lenses is you may not be able to pull back far enough and you may only be able to get faces rather than whole bodies and surrounding scenery so that's probably not your ideal primary lens if i only had one lens i'd take to disney i wouldn't go any longer than a 50 so maybe a 35 or a 50 would be the way to go and then of course you know i would probably change lenses again at night time back to a 16 to 35 or a 50. the 50 1.4 or the 1.8 or the 1.2 in fact are fast lenses so they're good for shooting low light and that's great for if you're one of those people who like to take pictures inside rides. Personally, I find that reasonably pointless because most of those pictures can be had if you just Google it. I mean, it's not like you're gonna have a member of the family or anyone in those, in those shots. So I'd be quite prepared to not take them, but if you do, a fast lens is a must and something like a 50 would be perfect. It's small, it's light, it's cheap, and that's something I would do. For nighttime photography, 16 to 35 is usually my go-to and I don't bring tripods into theme parks and right now most theme parks have actually banned the use of large tripods anyway but it's just another thing you've got to carry it's a big metal thing that you can hit people with by accident so I don't um, they would be useful I guess if you wanted to take really nice pictures of fireworks but the key to taking fireworks at Disney is that you're going to sacrifice a lot of time because you're going to need to get good seats and to do that you're going to have to park yourself in Main Street really early and you're going to lose a couple of hours of ride time and fun time so I tend to just get what I can just bump the ISO up and go for it. Um, one of the things I always bring to the parks is a flash. I take that even during the day because as we all know portraits are much better with some fill light. Most of the time, Disney is going to be really bright, and if you're going to expose for the face, you're going to end up blowing out all the highlights, and you're not going to see, I mean, you might as well just say it's a picture of you in your backyard if you're going to do that. So if you want to preserve the background and expose for the background, you're going to have to light the faces, and the way to do that is flash. I don't go with anything fancy. I just stick a speed light on the hot shoe. I don't go off camera when I'm at Disney, because it's just extra gear that you and bulk and stuff that you don't really want to have so that's how I would do that just you know a 16 to 35 or a 50 with a speed light on it and it would be good if you had a 
camera and a flash which was capable of using high-speed sync because especially during the day when it's bright you're going to have to you're going to want to be able to bump your shutter speed above the sync speed which is usually less than one two hundred and fiftieth of a second and when you're shooting wide open with apertures of 1.4 or 1.8 you're not going to be able to get proper exposure if you limit your shutter speed to one two fiftieth so often you know, when it's really bright and you're shooting at 1.8, you're probably going to need shutter speeds of 1.2000 or 1.4000 of a second. And that works brilliantly well with flash on high-speed sync. So that's something that is great. Um, as I've said, you know, Disney is one of those places where it's a holiday, it's a family, it could be a family destination, and photography is probably not on your top list of priorities. But as a keen photographer you're going to want to get decent pictures when you get home and by doing what I've suggested and by shooting in RAW so you've got a lot more latitude to to adjust some exposures back home when you use Lightroom or whatever you're going to get much nicer pictures and you know that's kind of what you want you can if you want to do prints if you want to post them on social media or you want to do a little photo book you need decent photos and that's how I would advise that you would get them using the equipment that you have with you. What camera accessories do I bring with me when I go to the theme parks? Well, sometimes I bring a bag, sometimes I don't, but it's one of the few places where I usually bring a camera strap because it's just easier. And I like using the Black Rapid because it can actually disconnect from your camera and you can shoot it, you know, without being tethered to the strap, so I love that. Make sure you bring enough memory cards and batteries. Batteries is important because if you run out, that's it. You might be, you know, two hours from leaving the park and there's a great picture, you know, you just met one of the rare Disney characters who aren't often there and all of a sudden you don't have enough memory or you don't have enough battery to take the picture. So that's a disappointment, so always bring those accessories. You can bring, bring a blower brush with you if you're intending to change lenses because you don't want to get dust in the sensor, but that's pretty much all I would bring in terms of photography gear. So one body, one lens, one flash, batteries, memory card, maybe a blower brush, and that's pretty much it. If you're one of those keen people who want to bring along a DSLR or a mirrorless camera to, to Disneyland. so. One of the things that I advise you to do is, you know, just have fun. Take as many pictures as you think you want, but the thing that astounds me is that there are a lot of people who take pictures and they take three of the same thing at exactly the same settings, and that seems to be kind of pointless, and you end up going home with three times as many pictures as you would otherwise, and that's three times as much editing you've got to do. So I wouldn't do that. I would just have fun and go with it. and. In the final episode of this series, I'm going to talk about what to do with your pictures after you've taken them. I look forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions or comments, please hit me up at Derek at DerekChaiPhotography.com.au or on social media. And I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. Hope you enjoyed this series so far about photography in Disneyland. Catch you later. Bye.